Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we did A Colour Out of Space. But before we get into that, what have you been up to this week? Well, not a lot. Always not a lot. Always not a lot. I've done bits and pieces. Went out for a nice walk. Oh, was nice. Treats. I know, yeah. it's crazy, Oh isn't yeah, it? it was great. Nice drive, walk. Nice. Nice. Nice time of year. It is. It's mm. starting to get a bit warmer. That said, I've been freezing all it's day today. It's freezing now. There's hailstones and everything. I know. This is because we planted plants the other day. Mm. And I was like... The weather knows you've been planting. Oh, it'll be fine. They'll no, survive. It's going to freeze. I know. Ugh. What have I done? Not a lot. Started watching the uh, Resident Evil oh. 8 game play because i don't have no interest of playing it myself i just want to watch it no no i can't play that i just want to watch it i like to watch it because it's like watching a really long film yeah just let a professional play it and we'll watch and i'll watch the story because i like the story yeah and then uh we we're sort of chatting backwards and forwards we uh wondered about lady dimitrescu (laughs) (laughs) who makes her chairs but then when she comes into a door, she has to she has stoop to, stoop. to like, get well, into a door. Is she? Did she used to be normal and she grew too tall for Maybe. the house? Or is the house obviously an older house and she's moved in? Yeah. She needs to get someone to... It's not get, been... Like, up, it's not been altered the, the to doors. her height. No. 
No. She needs to alter everything. But then also... Her chairs are quite small as well. Yeah, you'd have to have... If you if you, if if she's nine foot, whatever, mm. and her daughter's a normal height, Yeah, you'd need to have two sets of everything. Like a big chair for a her. A big chair and, and a little chair. Chairs. And yeah. like door... You'd have to have two door handles in each door. She'd <laughs> be all right in our right. house, because our oh, house, yeah. the door handles are really high. She wouldn't... Oh, she wouldn't get around the, the turn of the stairs in my house. Absolutely. <laughs> If she went in the attic, she'd have to crawl. She'd have to crawl in, she'd and then she'd and she wouldn't be able to get out. And she'd be really cross. My my house is giant proof. She'd be so cross. Oh, oh dread to she'd think. She'd be so cross that she'd throw a dresser. She'd throw a, across, a vanity dresser across the room. I admire her strength. She's great, and I like it. Imagine if a normal person wore her hat. It'd be it'd be like, like down to their neck. Probably. It'd come down to their neck, and it would be about six feet wide, yeah. wide brim. It is a big. It is a big hat. Do you think she wears it to protect her from the sun? Maybe. But then she wouldn't wear oh, a dress. Would she's she? just wearing it because she's fancy. I think it's because she's feeling fancy. Quite probably. Like the same reason that uh, the butcher in AEW wears a monocle. Oh. He doesn't that really have fancy. people ask him, and he's just like just. just part of my look and then I, I tweeted him and I was like we're well, just feeling fancy I you don't see why. monocles now do you you don't no you don't see a lot of monocles but I think it's normal to have different prescriptions in different eyes it's just now you would get mm. glasses with one lens with like no prescription and one lens with a prescription instead of but a monocle actually you should you have should a have monocle. a monocle I like the idea of a monocle because then when you have it in you can be surprised and go <laughs> and then it drops into <laughs> oh, your drink <laughs> Like it, like it does in films. I like that. That is a good sort of. Yeah. I'm shocked. Amazing. Because used to get it on a string. Did they go on a string that attached to the ears? They're on like a ears? chain or something, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Are they not on like a chain, like a pocket watch oh, type yeah. thing? I don't know. I don't have one. Looking <laughs> it. I kind of want one, but I don't have one. Yeah. Imagine so yeah. If you had imagine that two monocles, it'd just be like glasses without frames. That'd be quite annoying. How do you hold them in your t- eye as well? Have you not got to yeah. like scrunch your eye? I don't know. I don't know. Because they just some fit there. Glass- What's his name off um, the Matrix? Had glasses that fitted onto his face, didn't they? Morpheus. Yeah, and they just fitted. Old uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Larry Fishburne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that that's in all that crazy fun that we've had this well, week. Yeah. Thinking about nine foot six women. They would fit in a house. We watched <laughs> Colour Out of Space, directed by Richard Stanley, and it scored a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. I think it was 2019. It felt modern, didn't, I didn't it? I didn't write the date down, which, or the year, should I say. I always do that. I didn't do it this time for some reason. I think it was 2019. Mm, it's, it's relatively timeless. New. It's timeless. It's relatively new. So, uh, apparently it was Richard Stanley's first film since 1996. Mm. I feel like there was a scandal and I don't know what oh, it was. Really? Yeah, I didn't look into it because I felt like if I did it might sort of inhibit mm. my enjoyment of the film. So I didn't look into I it. I haven't even heard of no. Richard Stanley. So, the synopsis is... Family living on a secluded farm discover a strange meteorite which has apocalyptic consequences. Dun 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 dun. And we'll uh, just quietly slip into haiku corner written a little mm. haiku colour out of space a family on the farm avoid magenta <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so i have never seen this film before this was the first time i watched it it's a lovecraft story oh, which has been yeah. adapted 
Apparently, uh, Nicholas Cage really wanted to do it because his I think his dad was really into Lovecraft. Oh, really? Who was is it? Is Francis Ford Coppola's brother? Is his dad? Right. So he's like part of the Coppola oh, dynasty. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, he uses a different name. Yeah. Which I I only like quite recently knew that I didn't so realize. Is Cage not his real name? No, oh. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think it's Coppola. Cage. I don't know what his I don't know what his actual name is. Could it not have been like Coppola Cage or some or Cage Coppola? Coppola Cage. Couple of cages. <laughs> where, have, where have you got the uh, the animals? Oh, just a couple of cages out the back. I'm sure. What is his What is his name? Nicholas Kim Coppola. Oh right. Is his full name, but ah. it's yeah Nicholas Cage. So there you go. I think it's because he didn't want to didn't ride want to on associated. the back yeah. of the well, that's fair. thing. Yeah. Which is fair enough and fair play to him because he's done... He's, well, he's carved he's his own yeah. sort of career of ups and downs, career but of still going, which is really... Quite impressive. Quite impressive, <laughs> yeah. So we start in a wood and there's like a... It's like a... Is it a... Is it him that's narrating it? I think it's... Is it Ward? I think it's Ward that's yeah. narrating it. And he's talking about, like, it's dark, there's no light, and and then you get your credits interspersed mm. with it. It's quite nice, the beginning. It's a nice wood, mm, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, to- they told him the place was evil at Arkham, which Arkham is mentioned in a lot of Lovecraft stories. I was like, stories. is this Batman? But Lovecraft is associated with Arkham, Arkham. and perhaps Batman... Adopted. I think so, yeah. The Lovecraft name. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you hear Arkham, you think Batman, but in reality... It's probably Lovecraft yeah. first. Yeah, exactly. So he says he's heard there was evil in this place and his stories told over centuries and then I saw it for myself. So then it cuts to a ritual in the woods and it's this woman, she's calling on earth, air, wind and fire and ether using the Necronomicon, which was another Lovecraft thing. Apparently that's mm. where that was coined from i think and a man comes and she's doing this ritual and and she's trying to basically make sure her mother is cured of cancer Mm. and removing the the cancer that she has or whatever and she's wanting freedom and basically she's saying get me out of this town i need to get out of here so this guy comes up who is ward phillips and she's like you're trespassing you're on our land and he says that he's there with the electric company and they've got to survey the land for some reason. He's wearing a Miskatonic University top. Oh, didn't notice. Which is from Reanimator because the guys who were in it go to Miskatonic University. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like stuff like that. Yeah. Like Mumford and Sons. There's a lot of in nods. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. What? You know the band Mumford and Sons? Yeah. I think their name comes from the jumper that Eddie Murphy wears in the Beverly Hills Cop. Really? Films. Yeah, because he has a Mumford and Sons jumper on. I think, I can't remember which oh. when away wears it. I think it's when he books into that hotel and he pretends to be Michael Jackson's journalist or something. Oh, when he starts kicking he's off. He's a journalist at Rolling Stone. Yeah, I think he's wearing Mumford and Sons t-shirt Mumford and Sons. or jumper. Wow. Did not know that. Wow. There you go. Wow. So he turns up and she's annoyed and she's like, you've ruined my ritual. What are you doing? And then he asks if it's Wiccan or something else. And then she's like, oh, you know about witches and stuff, do you? And then we find out that she's called Lavinia Gardner 
And she lives there. Mm. And then it cuts to alpacas on the farm. Oh, I was like, alpaca alpacas. Farm. I love it. It was like going to Warlins. It was great. And uh, Nick Cage is there. He's having a coffee, surveying his land oh, and his yeah. alpacas. And then she comes back and you get this kind of, the very overprotective parents. And, mm. and he's like, where were you? You're not wearing your helmet. And, you, and she's not even having any shoes on. You didn't have any, didn't have any shoes I'm on. I'm on his side. Riding them about in the woods, yeah. it's not very safe. And and then basically, I think the mum comes out at this point as well. And then they're like, where's your brother? And she's like, I don't know. He's probably smoking pot somewhere. And then the parents clearly aren't happy at this answer. <laughs> and then I think they send her to go find... They're like, go and get your brother. It's tea time or whatever. Yeah. So she goes to find Benny, which is the brother. And then he obviously gives her shit for being a Wiccan or whatever she is. And he's like, oh, did you curse us? Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, go to dinner. And then she says something about him smoking weed in the barn. Cause she's like, it stinks. I can tell you've done it. And then she's like, oh, I saw a guy who was surveying the land. Don't know what he was about. And then they go and collect their other brother which is the little 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 brother jack yeah. yeah who co- who's gone for water in the well and i think they they always focus on the water don't they obviously they complain about having to get water from yeah. this well because you know you could have had taps in wherever it was or so then it cuts to tea time lavinia's not happy because she's eating peasant food um, apparently it's what what was it and then she's french Cassoulet. It was a cassoulet. And, and she's like, I miss mum's pancakes. And uh, mum's upstairs working, selling like stocks she's like a stock and stock trade. Yeah, so, stocks and shares or yeah. something like that. I was like, what is this? Where is this film going? I feel like it, she basically tells people what to invest what to and invest where in. to put the money and all this kind of stuff for a fee or whatever. And then. I think she comes down and they all start eating this castle, but I don't think Dad's a right good cook. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't look like it when they reveal the dish. It did look a bit like slop. Looked like it had a raw sausage in. And they were all a bit like, mm. and Mum's like fast food. And then uh, he he says something about the alpacas. He's like, maybe we'll eat some alpaca. I was like, don't eat the alpacas. Possibly, they're far too adorable. I was like, you don't breed alpacas to eat them. You breed them for their wool, because like the wool's worth quite a lot of money. And I was like, he's doing this all wrong. Like if he's eating his alpacas, it's crazy. And then she's like, I'll cook next time, whatever. So dad goes for wine comes back and then he's like who's doing the dishes and they all point at the little littlest oh, brother and they're like I wouldn't it's Jack trust, I wouldn't trust a child to do the dishes like, I Jack really wouldn't I, dishes need to be done by someone who's very yeah. conscientious and clean but I feel like because they're older they're just like he's doing he's it he's doing it it's like oh man mm. I don't want to do the dishes parents kind of go outside and, and they sort of have this discussion about whether they're turning into their parents but, and how it's a yeah. kind of inevitable thing that happens when you get older and you find out that the farm is Nicholas Cage's dad's old farm and it wasn't planned that they lived there but I think he passed away and basically yeah. they inherited it. They used to live in the city. They escaped the city. They used yeah. to live in the city but now they're all about that alpaca farming life now because I think maybe it was a failing farm so they're trying maybe. something trying different. Something new. Which is alpacas. They only seem to have about five or six alpacas. I wonder if there's more yeah, elsewhere. I don't know if they've kind of maybe just started. Mm. Yeah, it seems quite new to them, I think. So maybe they only got a few. They are quite expensive as well. I bet. Mm. But they're worth it. And then she, I'd love to have an alpaca farm. <sighs> be great. So she's talking to him and saying, how can you still be attracted to me? 
I'm assuming it's because she's had a mastectomy because mm. of the cancer. That's that's what it, it that's what it kind of alluded yeah. to, wasn't it? And then and then the sort of saying we've got out of the city, we're living the dream and stuff. And he he says a dream you dream alone is just a dream. A dream you dream together is reality. Mm. And I was like, I like Aww. that. That was really cool. As it turns out, it was a nightmare. Okay, <laughs> but. Yeah, so it cuts to like Lavinia and Benny in the rooms. That they're on like listening to music and on the computers and stuff. Teen, 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 teens at rest. Teens at rest. That's what they do. Dad and Mum go to bed, and then he's sort of saying to her that she's really beautiful and stuff. And she's like, "You're only saying that because you've taken your glasses off." <laughs> Shut up. And then she and she sort of says, "I feel tarnished because she doesn't feel mm, like a it, well, proper woman and stuff." And I can imagine tricky. that's quite a difficult thing tricky. to come to terms with. But fortunately, he seems like he's they really seem to great. Have quite a solid like, relationship. Yeah, really supportive yeah. family. Really nice yeah. family. Yeah, they're great. I think it's just basically showing them as a, a really as a family, sort of complete yeah. unit of you know. Then uh, Sam the dog is there, and he starts whining. And shaking, and he doesn't mm. look happy. And I feel like when dogs, if a dog's not happy, you've got to pay attention to it in a film. You do, yeah, because they know. Because they, they, are, they always know. If in real life, it's never a meteorite. It's always like a a leaf has blown by or whatever. But in a or film, the postman, or the, oh. the post is coming. Oh, they go bonkers. Or a person has just walked past, yeah. and they just don't like that person for some mm. reason. <laughs> <laughs> so. He goes to investigate because Sam's worried. So he's like, I'll go investigate what's going on. And then this purple colour appears. Well, Mm. I say purple. The colour actually is magenta. Magenta. And they've used it because it doesn't exist as part of the visible light spectrum. Mm. And it is perceived in your eye by the rods in in your eye and the red and blue pigments. So you get this magenta colour. And this precise code for this magenta is red, green, blue... 300, 100, 100. Hue, saturation, brightness is 2550, 255. Oh, cool. Any uh, graphic designers out there? You're welcome, yeah. nerd facts. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, it's because I, li- I live with a graphic oh, designer. Yeah. I have to know these things. Colours are very intricate, aren't they? It's crazy because... Different people see different differently, like literally different people perceive colour Differently, so one colour to you is different to me. Somebody somebody I knew said that they were colour blind and they couldn't see the colour yellow. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I was like, wait a minute, how do you see minions? And she was like, (laughs) well, I don't know, but they're not yellow. And I was like, whoa. It's so strange, isn't it? Yeah. Like, colour blindness is quite common to a degree, but it's like, it's normally like red green, yeah. I think. We yeah. all see colours and different people have different ideas about what it's colour like is. It's like that dress thing, isn't it? That dress <gasps> that thing on the dress. internet. Was it blue or gold or was it blue and white or was gold it... and black or something? Yeah. Yeah. Was it blue? Was it gold? I was... can't remember what I saw it as. But you just see it yeah. how you see it and that's how you think it is, but it's yeah. not to everyone. It's crazy, it's weird. isn't it? So then I think Everything starts to shake in the house. So it's like an earthquake. And then they're like, was that an earthquake? What is going on? So they go outside to investigate. And they find this big meteor, like, smack bang in the front garden. And then I think Jack, for some reason, goes into, like, Cataton- mm. Catatonia. And they're like, oh, my God, what's wrong with Jack? Why, why, what's what's he doing? And, and then all of a sudden he kind of snaps out of it. And he's like, my head hurts. 
Aww. And then they're like, oh no, we'll put you to bed. And he's like, no, I don't want to go to bed. And he's like really freaked out. And then it cuts to the morning and uh, the sheriff arrives. And the mayor. And the mayor for some reason. I just thought, when I first saw the mayor, I had assumed she was in the FBI because of her suit. But I she's thought the mayor. she was like a police person, but yeah. she's the mayor, yeah. But she's turned up. And then uh, they're wondering if it's metallic. They're wondering if... They, they don't know what it is, basically. I was expected to hatch. Yeah. A little alien inside. I was expecting uh, it to open and goo come out mm. like the blob. And then he was like, well, there was a boom and a flash <laughs> and, and the house shook and stuff. And then he's like, there was a weird colour and it was unlike any colour I'd seen before. Well, you're not explaining it in a very scientific Coherent way. manner. Yeah, you're just making yourself look like a, a witness a who can't be trusted. Exactly. And then you immediately ask him if he'd been drinking. And I was like, well, if you'd yeah. explained it like a... Like a normal like person. Like a normal person. <laughs> they might be more inclined to believe you. So Ward Phillips turns up. So Ward Phillips, named after Howard Phillips, oh. otherwise known as HP Lovecraft. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I know, right? So was his name not Lovecraft in reality? His name was Howard Phillips? No, he was HP Oh, his name was Howard Phillips Lovecraft. Howard Phillips Lovecraft. Oh, wow. Mm. So Ward Phillips has turned up and he's like, you're a man of science. What's this about? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, he's like, meteorites normally disintegrate in the atmosphere before they get to Earth. Would a meteorite of that size not have caused more damage? Because it causes a pretty sweet amount of damage in a bit. So, But like, shouldn't they have a bigger crater? Because it only had a small crater. Maybe it landed very gently. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Probably would have, like, levelled the house. But the ma- the mayor, for some reason, she's like, I want to advertise this. This is great. And then uh, she's like, you should have sold me your farm when you mm. had the chance. And now you're stuck with this meteorite on it. So uh, good luck with your farm. So then uh, they, sell- they send Lavinia in to sort of shield her from, the- yeah. from everything because they're very protective. So the mum's inside and uh, she asks about... Ward and she's like, You like him then? <laughs> Mum's no. Mum's always no. no and she's like, He's all right, I don't know. And then and then she says, She's like, Think of the signals that you're giving out. Well, at this point, oh! I noticed and I was like, The mum hasn't come out to see what's going on. No, she Why didn't, is she, did she staying inside? Yeah, this is kind this of. Was, the I start was of suspicious weird. of the mum because because the first time she came running out, didn't she? Yeah. When when he was like, "Where have you been, Lavinia?" It's almost like, and she kept trying to like not get involved. Yeah. I was like, "What?" And when she chopped a finger, off, well, we'll get that to that time. But I was like, the, "Something's up with the mum, and she's not telling anyone." Yeah, she's. I suppose this was the start of it because mm. she was acting weird. So. The uh, the dad goes to milk the alpacas, and I was oh. like, again, again, you're doing this wrong. You get the wool from the alpacas. Don't you milk just, the alpacas. Just enjoy their vibe, and just 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 enjoy relax them in their presence. Just of enjoy, the oh, whimsical creatures. They are out there. They're so cute. They're so delightful. So Ward goes with him for some reason, and and he's talking about how to milk an alpaca. Oh, I find Nicholas Cage a bit creepy. <laughs> He is a bit it's intense, a bit isn't he? weird, isn't he? He is a little bit intense. But in a way that is quite funny. But It does work. In a film, he's good. I if cannot If he wait. was real, 
No. I cannot wait. We need to do the original first, but then we need to do the Wicker Man remake. Oh. It is the most oh. hilarious thing I've It'll ever seen. It'll be hilarious. He punches so many people in that film. <laughs> he loses his shit big time. He punches a woman dressed as a bear at one point. I'm sure that happens. It's Nicholas Cage. He's so mental. He's bizarre, isn't he? There's just something funny about him. There's another one as well that I want to watch. Is it The Vampire's Kiss that was in the 80s where he becomes a vampire and he's like, he's up here of like Nicholas Cage. Acting and level. Is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's talking to him about how to milk an alpaca and then he's like, do you want some milk? No. And then he's like, no, I'm lactose intolerant. And I thought, even if he wasn't, he'd be like, I'm not having that. And you would, you would become lactose intolerant watching Nicolas Cage milk, milk an alpaca. <laughs> you'd be like... It, would be, a, it oh. would be psychological, but it'd be very real. It'd be very real. You'd be like, no. Never having milk again. Black tea, please. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> the mum goes to apologise to Lavinia because she upset her because basically called her a slut or whatever it was inadvertently and... She cried and got upset. So then they they figure out there's also a guy called Ezra that lives on the land as well, but they don't really see him. They've not seen him for months, but mm. he lives in the vicinity of the place. He seems harmless enough. Yeah. That guy, I'm sure that guy is the guy who was the old hippie man in that 70s show. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Do you know, if, you, if you're a bit older Leo in Hollywood, you've got long hair... You've Hippie. got work. You've, You've got, got work, work haven't Hippie. you? He's basically been that character, though, yeah. forever. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, Hippie, we'll get that guy. So they go find him. He's got a cat called G-Spot, which they were like, well, that's quite hilarious, isn't it? And well, he's not saying, until you take him to the vet, her to the vet, and they call out G-Spot. its name in the vet's <laughs> waiting yeah. room, and you have to go and collect it. Oh, God. Yeah, that's true. So he's saying that the uh, water's weird because I think mm. he, he offers him some water and it looks yeah. weird. And there's like, it looks a funny colour and there's, there's a crap little in bit it. of colour. It added looks almost to it, like it? there's like an oil on top yeah. of it. As well. and, and he's like, Ugh. and he's like, we shouldn't be having problems at this time of year because like sometimes the water table affects it, but it shouldn't be at this time of year. Then it cuts to. A thunder and lightning storm, and you see these like flashes of magenta. Mm. Uh, Lavinia's outside watching this, and then the dad's like, "Come in, you'll get electrocuted." Yeah, oh, absolute parent reaction. Weather, weather is lethal to parents, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they're like, "Come in, parents, what are you honestly, doing?" If you get a drop of rain on you, it's mm-hmm. as bad as being in like a major incident. Yeah. for parents which is fair because obviously they tried to look after you they always overreact in films to the weather yeah it's raining they're like ah, you're catching your death and it's like it's raining yeah exactly <laughs> it's crazy isn't it another another thing about the uh about the magenta color as well the the red and blue colors normally represent evil and good so it's kind of a mixture of both because it mm. can't be conceived because it's from another universe. So it's kind of mm. it's kind of unfathomable. It's an unfathomable colour. There's lots of stuff it, that is outside of the human eye mm-hmm. perception, like mm. ultraviolet and stuff that bees see. Yeah. So there could be loads of stuff going on that we can't see. Yeah, it's like flowers, isn't it? Yeah. Flowers look different to bees. Yeah. They've got like little targets on. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Light is weird, isn't it? It is very weird. So 
he he tries to get her in because weather is dangerous. But then they realise that this meteorite is actually drawing the lightning to mm. it. And it's basically hitting this meteor. And I think Ward has set up camp somewhere and he does a, a test yeah. on the water with like a dipstick thing and the colour is magenta. Is it litmus test or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it goes magenta. So it's like... I'm assuming it's nothing that he's seen before. Mm. So he's like, must be weird. And he's listening to the radio, but then the radio cuts out. So we find out that that whatever it is affects, yeah, affects. like electrical signals and whatnot. And then the car, the car goes on, switches on. Yeah, and he goes up to it and stands in front of it. And I was like, that's the last place. If your car has just come to life by itself, that is the last the place, place you to want to stand. stand. You should at least stand to the side of it. In case it drives at In you. In case it drives at Divorcing you. Divorcing Christine. Yeah. It might be possessed, exactly. So I think the phone goes, but it can't hear anybody. So like that's another thing that is mm, affecting all like, the signals and stuff. So then it cuts to the morning after the storm, but the meteorite is gone. Yeah. But there's some very strange coloured flowers that have appeared mm. by the well. And then they're like, where have them flowers come from? And she's like, oh, I don't know, maybe the perennials. And then I was <laughs> like, I was absolutely howling with laughter because I have a mysterious plant that may or may not be a perennial in my garden. I don't know what it is. Really? Yeah. Mm. I planted I it. a mushroom that keeps growing back. I planted it last year, but I don't what know is what it? it is. I don't know. It's some flower. Could it be a rare orchid? No. Oh. It's some flower that I planted last year, but I can't remember what mm, I planted. It but it's come back and I was like, well, it survived. I wish she could have like a, an on-call garden. Like, you know how like a GP does a house call? Imagine if you had like a garden What's expert this? to do a house call. <laughs> and they could be on with a pager. You could do a video chat. Them. What's yeah. this? Oh, it's this. Right. Okay, mm. thanks. That's just one of my gardener inventions. The other one is gardener like a litmus call. thing that you put in the pot. And you, t- like, set what the plant is and put this thing in the pot and it'll tell you if it needs water or if it doesn't need water. Like a smart plant pot. Yeah. They exist. Do they? Mm. Well, they're very expensive. Uh, they're, like, £90 pound a plant pot. And and they've got a little face on them. So, like, if it's sad or it's wilty, it, it says, yeah. Or it's too wet. Or if it's in, like, too much sun. They need an umbrella or something. If, yeah, it, it comes up on this thing. I really want one. It's great. That's such a great... Well, I came up with the idea... You didn't. Bef- well, you well did. I did. I did. <laughs> Keep. I come up with ideas them. before I find out someone else came up with them. I'll have to find it, but it, it's basically. I think you put in what type of plant it is on this app. Yeah. And then it'll and tell it'll you tell like you. what what light it needs, what water That's it good. needs, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But the and the plant pots look really nice, and they've got little faces on and everything. Oh, it's a really good cool. Idea. I really want one. I might get one one day. Just get one. Get and one if you and find test it, it out. works well. Just choose your most sensitive, delicate plant, and that is My the sensitive most sensitive plant. That is the most urgent one yeah. for the first trial of the intelligent my, se- my sensitive plant it's called plant. a sensitive plant is it yeah with the leaves that go you in. touch it and it closes yeah. yeah you shouldn't touch it don't touch it don't touch it don't. which one is it so i know not to touch it it's in the bathroom right i won't touch anything in the bathroom <laughs> so the dad is watching a tv interview of himself and it's not going very oh. well <laughs> And it basically says... His hair. Uh, his hair's all over the place. It <laughs> says that he's been drinking, and I feel like it says, like, drunk man says he about... He sees a UFO. <laughs> and he's like, I never said anything about UFOs. It was a meteor. Uh. So basically, they have made him sound like a right kook. So 
mum is cooking and she cracks open this egg which looks weird because mm. that's like kind of magenta coloured and I was like oh she's not said anything about that being weird because you'd be like oh that's you'd a be weird like, colour come and look at this egg everyone look at this egg before I throw it out because yeah, we're not don't eating eat it, it because ew it looks like um, the colour of like you know when you boil them with red onion skins for like Easter I've to like decorate no, I've never done that. Have you not? It makes I've them go never red. Never done that. It makes them go red and then wow. you can decorate them at Easter. I yeah. didn't know that. Mm. What hard boil? What hard the boil inside eggs. of the egg goes red too? A little bit, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. But I it wouldn't eat a red egg. Well, that, that's all right because you know what it is. Just, but if you just cracked open an egg and it was red, ugh. Mm. so then she's chopping carrots and I was like, oh no, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And uh, I think. He does a dad. Dad's like, go get your mum to Jack, and she's just chopping these carrots. And I was like, something's gonna happen. Oh, no. But I thought she was gonna like turn around and stab him mm. or something. But then basically she goes, she's just chopping away, and then she chops, chops the ends of her fingers off. off, and then she's like, dinner's ready, and just holds her hand up. And then the son's like, didn't God. she not feel it? No, I don't think she did. I just don't understand how so you then, wouldn't feel that. So then uh, Nathan takes her to hospital. Is that right? We're going to hospital. Benny, you're in charge. And then Lavinia's like, as if they've put you in charge. <laughs> what a joke. So, yeah, so they've gone and it's just the kids. So Jack, I think Jack gets up because he's been in bed. And Lavinia goes outside, I think, and the alpacas are out and they're not in the barn. So she's like, we need to go get them in the barn. Yeah. Get them in the barn. Uh, Jack is sat outside whistling. That, then, I first heard that whistling. I was like, that sounds like a, a grown man whistling, not a little child. It didn't sound like no. child's whistling. I wonder if they dubbed it in because he couldn't whistle or something. Not that children have distinctive but whistles, but it just, it just sounded like a man's whistle. Yeah, but um, she's like, what are, you, what are you doing, Jack? And then he's like, it's talking to me. She's like, what's talking to you? And he's like, the man in the well. Mm. And then she's like, okay then. Okay. <laughs> See you later. And then she hears this like really high pitched noise. The dad tries to call them, but it's just static over mm. the phone. So like he's ringing, but nobody's nobody can hear anything. Jack is still sat outside, and he kind of looks in. He decides to look in the well, and there's something down there, yeah. but they don't know what it is. And then this like massive sort of purple bug comes out of it. Yeah, I say purple magenta. The magenta bug comes out, which will come back later. Mm. So. Then Lavinia goes back in the kitchen to clean up after this accident and she's, like, cleaning blood off the knife and stuff and she's, like, trying not to be sick because it's kind of grossing her out. And it's 11.25. At night. In the... Is it is it at night or in the morning? I don't know. No, that's the day after. Oh. That's the day after. And then... So she's washing up and then uh, we see that the clock now reads quarter to five. The sink's overflowing so what's she been doing? The dad calls again, but she can't hear. And then she feels really sick. And she's yeah. like, I feel terrible. And then uh, she answers the door because the door goes and it's ward. And he's like, I think the water's contaminated. Don't, Don't drink, drink it. it. And I think she's had a coffee. Mm. She had a coffee before she cleaned up. And she's like, she looks like she's going to vomit. And she's like, yep, yeah, thanks for telling me that. That's fine. Bye. And she's like, bye, science guy. And then just slams the door. Then... Uh, he sees Jack is still outside. So has he been out there all night? Presumably. He must have been out there all night. This family is in a lot of peril. And then, uh, so he's like, hey, uh, little kid, what are you doing? He's like, I'm playing with my friends. And then he's like, okay then. Okay. <laughs> See you later then. So Ward then goes to find Ezra at his little house. 
and he goes in and he tells him the water's bad and he's like yeah I know and then he's like I've not seen my cat for a bit don't know where that is uh, and then he's like I can hear them down there he sounds like a proper mm. crazy old hippie and he's like I can hear them down there and he's like who he's like the people under the floor okay. I think they might be aliens turns out he, he's turns not out he's off. the only guy that actually yeah. knows what's going on but he obviously thinks that he is crazy and he's like if I see G spot I'll let you know. Let you know, yeah. And then he's like, you might see her, but you probably won't recognise her. Aww. So he's like, okay then, that's fine. Just out of uh, just in out of interest, I found this out, in fact. Both Nicholas Cage and Richard Stanley have searched for the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with this film, but I found it quite... Oh, Nicholas hilarious. Cage is just a man of many interests, he isn't he? He strikes me as the kind of man who would go and search for the Holy Grail. I'd love to do... I'd love if <laughs> Nicholas Cage did, like, um, mystery retreats. So you could... You know how you sign up for, like, a mystery box or whatever, and you open yeah. a box and there's something secret inside, and you yeah. don't you're know you're going get. to find the Holy Grail yeah. with Nicholas Cage. Cage! Every year, Woo! he could offer, like... Ten places on a mystery adventure with Go him, oh. and it'd take you like a, you'd have to book a month off work. That'd be and fun. And pack a bag for any climate, and you'd just go somewhere with Nicolas Cage. Oh God, it's it's too oh. much of a live wire. I don't think he I could certainly cope with is. It. So parents are driving back to the house because she's had a finger sewn back on. Luckily, yeah, all is handy. well. Literally handy. <laughs> and then. Uh, this sort of thing comes in the road, which looks like a big evil cat. Mm. So I'm guessing that's G Spot, a magenta evil cat. Mm. Looks like a massive sphinx cat, like it's got no fur yeah. on it or anything. And then they're like, "Oh my god!" They nearly run it over. And they're like, "Call the kids." And then uh, they kind of, I think they try and call, but they can't get through again. Jack is still outside, so he's been outside for ages. And uh, the dog comes to sit next to him, and I think. There's uh, that sort of magenta colour mm. that's all over and uh, he growls at it. He yeah, doesn't like don't it. like it. Don't like it. He growls at it and just runs away. And then uh, Lavinia sort of is looking at the static on the TV, I think, because it's affecting the signal. Mm. So there's just static and it's all a little bit magenta. There's like magenta colours in it. Then Benny comes back and he's like, I got lost. <laughs> he's like, I went to go put the alpacas in the barn and then I just lost a load of time. And obviously that happened to her as well. Yeah. But she's like, oh, that's really weird. I don't know what's going on. They try and ring again, but still can't get through. So then the parents eventually get back. They see Jack is outside and they're fuming. And they're like, why is he outside? What are you doing? They're mad that the, alpa- the alpacas are still, still out. And he's like, I put them in that barn. I don't know what's going Something's on. Something's up. Something's not right. They, is are, it? they are really annoyed. So they're like, just sort it out. What are you doing? So Dad, Nicholas Cage, Nathan, decides to put the alpacas back himself because no one else can be trusted. Mm. Oh, he's cross, isn't he? Um, cross. Yeah, and he's really annoyed. think he calls for the dog, but there's no answer. And then he gets back to the house and he's really, really pissy with the kids and mm. it's not like him at all. Like, he's totally flipped. Yeah. Like, he's swearing at him and stuff. And, like, it, it, before he was really sort of really nicely languaged yeah. and... And everything now is really annoyed. So I think Lavinia says to Benny, she's like, well, we have to get out of here because there's some weird stuff going on. So Nathan comes back and has a shower. 
and he finds, I think the drains block well and he pulls this thing out and it's like a it just looks like I thought it was a bar of soap it looked like it's a bar like, of um, soap a clear sort it's like of a clear jelly. jelly thing and then it kind of like grows legs oh I didn't like and it and stabs into yeah. him and he's like ah, chucks that and then he basically comes out uh, mum and Jack are in their bedroom because like Jack's a bit scared I think yeah he's on his own. him so he comes in and he's like, Drain's got shit growing in it. I don't know what's going on there. And the worst thing is worse kind of than that. And then he starts talking about this smell because he said mm. it before. He was like, I can smell this smell. And then she's like, well, we've cleaned everything. I don't know what it is. And then he got, he absolutely loses it. And he's like, he sort of says, he basically says it smells like the cancer ward. Yeah, he goes off at the deep end. About the, can- like the and it smells like death and cancer yeah. and stuff and then obviously she gets really upset and yeah. jack gets upset yeah he's not really handling himself very well at this point is no he? and then so then it cuts to a sort of crop of purple or magenta and he's harvesting from it in fact like as a as a person who grows their own vegetables if i found a field full of weird magenta vegetables i wouldn't think it was that a good i thing. hadn't planted i probably wouldn't be harvesting them <laughs> I'd be like, I don't think they're right. I don't think we should eat them. So he basically brings in these massive, huge tomatoes and peaches he's got. The tomatoes, I know like you can get like early like tomatoes, but they tomatoes, look weird, didn't they? But they were kind of mm. bobbly and stuff, yeah. So the wife's working upstairs and she's fuming because the internet keeps dropping out, but nah. it will do because of this well, purple yeah. thing, so... She comes down and she's like, I thought you sorted that internet out. And he's like, I did. I sorted the dish out and everything. I don't know what. And she's like, well, I can't work. And blah, blah, blah. And then he takes a bite out of one of the tomatoes, but it's like rotten inside. Mm. So then he loses it's his shit because he's furious. like, this veg is horrible. And they're just acting not the, like, like themselves. Like character, yeah. Yeah, not like themselves at all. So he, yeah, so then he is sat watching tv with a whiskey with ice in it the ice in it the ice had magenta purple. in it yeah yeah did. don't trust that ice so the t the tv has the mayor on and she's talking about like a big filtration system the mayor is never having. off the telly every, t- every single time someone listens to the radio switches the telly she's on, it's on the there. mayor yeah it's like there's no outside there's big, television. It's like a big sort of thing that they're doing to sort the filtration mm. in the in the area. And, and I feel like she's maybe using it as like a re-election thing. So it's yeah. just hammering it home that they're doing this, you know. And he looks at his hand and his hand looks kind of burnt. Mm, it's really like um It's scarred. all like bubbly and yeah. scarred and horrible. And then uh, the TV ends up going this like magenta static again. And then it cuts to the night. Jack gets up. Uh, but mum's asleep. Lavinia's packing to leave because she wants to get the F out of there. Yeah. Jack goes to the lounge and dad's asleep in front of the weird static. So then he goes outside to find Benny and he's just staring outside and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just kind of looking because it's kind of beautiful. Mm. And it's just this like magenta haze all along the, like basically all across their land and stuff. And it is kind of, it does look it's really kind of pretty. It's pretty, but it's not good but it's, it's not, like, not as nice cool. it's not like a nice sunset that's pretty but it's, it's not going to turn anyone into a mutant yeah it's oddly beautiful but not ideal so lavinia decides to do a spell to protect her and try and get her out of there to see if that works mum wakes up and in this meantime 
Lavinia's cutting like symbols into her arms and her mm. chest and stuff. She's going like proper like witchy ritual kind of thing. So mum's up and she sees the kids go to the barn and they go to check on the alpacas and they're all mutating and they've all got purple eyes. Oh, didn't like it. And you don't really see you don't really see a lot. It's kind of flashes of it and it mm. but it looks like they've all fused together yeah. kind of thing. Ugh. So they start to run back to the house and the mum runs towards them and she grabs Jack and then there's this big flash of light and then uh, the dad comes out but you don't see anything and he's like, oh my God. And then he's like, take them in the house, call 911. Something bad has happened. But they can't call 911. Yeah. Then Lavinia comes in and they're arguing and she's like, like, what did you do? And then you kind of see what's happened and basically the mum... Is fused, fused with his son. Oh, yeah. it's horrible. Oh, it was horrible. He's I like wasn't coming a fan. out of it. It's very, um, very reminiscent of the thing. Mm. It's very thing esque. Didn't enjoy it. And and like he's coming out of her back, and she's. They're all like like the skins all burnt and stuff. Ooh, oh, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. And it and it's kind of like she was saying like she felt she didn't feel whole and she mm. didn't feel right and now like she's fused with her son in this kind of horrible mess and it ugh, it's horrible. So Nathan goes to the truck to see if he can get out, but it won't start because yeah. of the electric and stuff. Then I just put cage rage because he <laughs> just loses his shit He's in the furious. truck. He's fuming, he punches the ceiling, he just goes absolutely nuts. Apparently the symbol on, on uh, Lavinia's forehead that she carves is a rune, which is the O sound in oh. in Scandinavian runic language, I think. And it means home or inheritance or a greater place. So there you go. So Lavinia and Benny are with Mum Mum Jack. I've just called him Mum Mum Jack. Jack. Mum Jack. uh, Mum Jack. And uh, and she's sort of saying how time's not the same here and how it stretches out and you can Mm. lose time and all this kind of stuff. Nathan comes back. He's like, there's no car and he's like, I don't know what I believe. I don't know what's going on. Then they realise that the sunlight's hurting Mum Jack. Yeah. Because, like, it's shining on her. And like, it's horrible because they're, like, screaming in pain. Mm. Like, all the way through. Oh, God, it's horrible. Oh, yeah, I... It's like, horrible. I, I didn't dislike this film, but then that bit, I was like, oh, oh I it's, didn't really want to watch I didn't like this. it. It was horrible. No. So they're like, take him upstairs. And then I think she's, like, thirsty. Mm. So they, they take him to the attic where there's no direct sunlight the dad goes up and then he's like you stay here i'm gonna deal with this so he goes to get a gun and then he basically goes to the barn and then he's like you better leave my family alone and he goes into the alpacas and they're basically all meshed oh, into one thing oh i didn't like i was like poor alpaca and i know it's not real the poor alpacas, the poor alpacas. and then uh, he yeah so he basically shoots all these alpacas and then cries because he's had to shoot a bunch of alpacas and that's Aww. horrible because they, they are they joy they be saved but they're so cute I know it's have horrible. you ever seen an alpaca in real life and their necks are so long their necks look like a rolled up doormat you know how and they've got tiny little heads yeah they? on top of these like proper thick little necks oh, they're so cute I love them they're great so Lavinia's feeding water to Mum Jack and then she's like, we need to get off this farm tonight. We need to go. Dad comes back and he's like, you two go downstairs. And then they're like, why? What are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to handle it. And they're like, mm. like the alpacas? Because obviously they've heard the gunshots. Mm. And he's like, just get out. And then 
so they leave and then he sort of thought that he is going to have to shoot his wife and son yeah. at this point, which is horrible. And then he's like, I'm trying my best. And then he he points the gun at her, but he just can't, just can't, he can't shoot it. her. Well, it's not a nice situation. I'm not being funny in that situation. I think I'd have shot him because they're clearly in agony. And I, I don't think you're going to un... Tangle that mess. You know, I, yeah, there's no, there's no good solution no. to that situation. I think you would have to do it. Could someone not have ridden a horse to town to get they an ambulance? They did try and get a horse, but what are they going to do? The horse was called Comet. The horse was called Comet. Hmm. What would what would they do though with them? Have a doctor's second opinion. I don't. They, think there's no there's saving no second them, opinion. is there? No. But then he uh, he he kisses her, and all this like magenta goo comes off. And I was like, oh god, it's horrible. And then he's like, I'm going to get you help. And I'm like, what? Are you, what? What possible help are you going to get? The only way to save them would be to get a time machine and, and unfuse them and back, but turn it all round. Yeah. So then uh, Ward is at the mayor's office. Because he's trying to say that this water is not fit for consumption. But she's having none of it and it's going ahead. This filtration system is going ahead. And then uh, basically he's had no luck and he leaves and he's furious. And then the sheriff's there and he's like, I found these. And it's like this blob of something. Mm. And he's like, I think it's all like burned. And it's like rabbits and cats and birds. A white tail. That's a deer, isn't it? Yeah. A white tail. Everything. And they're like... I don't know what it is. And then he's like, is it radiation burns? It kind of looks like it could be radiation burns. Then uh, it cuts back to the dad sat at the TV again. Um, Benny and Lavinia get the horse out because there's no car. But then realise, I think it's got a purple eye. Mm. So I don't know if it's like on the turn. So he goes to get the saddle and tacks and whatever in the barn but then the horse absolutely freaks out and just runs off yeah that horse has got it right it's like yeah i'm going so then she's like fine well we'll just walk and he's like you expect us to walk through however many acres of wood are you insane and she's like well i'm getting out of here one one way or the other i'm leaving so then uh, they hear sam howling and it leads to the well and it sounds like the dog's in the well. Mm. So Benny is like, I'm going to go save him. And she's like, please don't get in that well. It's really not a good idea. Don't do it. And he's like, no, I'm going in. I'm going to save Sam. That's going to be fine. Then there's this massive magenta flash. And then uh, I think she sort of runs back to the house. Because obviously she can't do anything. Mm. And then the dad comes out and grabs her. And he's like, we need to pull together for your mother. And then uh, he's like, we're going to go up. And then she's like, don't leave me alone in there. And he's like, yeah, it'll be fine. We'll all stay together. You need to feed your mother. So then it cuts to Ward and the sheriff are on the way to the farm. And then they see this like magenta haze everywhere. And then they see the horse run off in the opposite direction. Yeah. So the dad, dad Nathan is sat watching TV again. And then I think he's talking about going to is he says something about going to the greek isles <laughs> which is quite interesting because he was in captain corelli's mandolin he was which is set in kefalonia he I was Ke- he was i, I haven't seen that it's really good i love kefalonia it's gorgeous i really want to go kefalonian really nice. meat pie mm. that's a nice dish it's like meat and rice and they're well known for their lamb aren't they yeah kefalonian lamb yeah it's really something. good so lavinia's trapped in this room with 
Mumjack, which is like a giant spider. Sort of spider person. She's like a now. giant spider creature yeah. now that's going to eat her. That's the opposite of the mother son relationship you'd want. Exactly. Mm. So she's like, let me out of here. Ward gets to the farm and he's knocking on the door, but there's no answer. And then finally the dad comes. And then uh, he's like, is everything all right? Are you all right? And he's like, we're just having a hard time. And then it cuts to Lavinia, who's like going to get eaten by Mum Jack. And then she's like, mummy, mummy, no. And it reminded me of Hereditary when he's like, no, mummy, no, don't do it. And she's like trying to get into the thing. I didn't like it. And then uh, I think uh, Ward's like, what's with your arms, dad? Where's your wife? What's going on, basically? And, and then he's like, they're all here. They're all, they're all here together. It's all fine. And then, and then he's like, Benny lives in the well now. <laughs> no. Like, okay then. <laughs> no one is okay at all yeah. in this house. If anyone's drunk the water, Absolutely they're not, not okay. Absolutely not. So... Ward hears Lavinia scream, so he's basically like, I'm coming in. And he bursts the door open and sees what's going on. And I think he's about to shoot Mum Jack, but the dad ends up doing it. Yeah. So he shoots, like, shoots the mum and shoots Jack, so they're dead now. The uh, the blood is magenta <sighs> for these people because they've been affected yeah. by the colour. And then basically he's like, they're not my family. So he's basically killed most of his family at this point and he's having a little bit of a breakdown. He's not so good. He's not doing well. No. So Lavinia is saved and then he's like, right, we're going to go. And he carries her to the car. And then I think, does the dad, dad comes out and I think, does the sheriff shoot? I think the sheriff shoots him for some reason, doesn't he? No. And then the dad dies. So basically it's just Lavinia. And then she basically watches her dad die at this point. And then she's like, I think we need to leave. And then she's like, it won't let us leave. We can't. And then she decides that she she won't go anyway. And she's like, I live here now. So then he, uh, Ward, decides to go find Ezra. Because he's the only one who knows what's going on. So... He, go- he goes to find him and, he's- and he says, whatever it is, is in the well and it's poisoning everything into what it knows. And then that's what he can hear. And then he's- he- it turns out it's a recording. And he's like, if you're listening to this, I'm probably dead. But this is what is happening kind of thing. And then he's like, it's just a colour that burns and it feeds on things and gets stronger and stuff. The sheriff ends up getting attacked and killed by a tree. It's like a tree a comes tree. to life and grabs a him. A tree? Which reminded me of Evil Dead. Evil Daddy. Lavinia is stood at the well. She's full magenta eyes now. Oh no. And like oh, her skin's starting no. to like glisten magenta as well. And then it ends up there's this like massive sort of tornado in into the well. And she ends up burning up into it so she gets absorbed by this Things thing. Things are not going well, are they? Not so that's, the family is not in a good The whole shape. family's been wiped out at this point. And uh the ward goes into the house and finds Nathan sat at the TV but burned and he's like, you died. What? What's going on? But then he sees all the family are there mm. and then he, I think he grabs ward and kicks him. I think he ends up kicking him to get away but then he gets in the cellar to get away from him. And then there's this other massive flash because whatever this colour is has got all this energy and it flashes. Nathan dissolves and then there's this massive big flash. Then it cuts to kind of a grey colour 
And it turns out that the house has been absolutely totaled. Wiped out, yeah. Um, Ward climbs out of the rubble and ash. It's just ash and it kind of... Awful. He finds this compass thing and there's like no colour anywhere. It's all white and grey. It's weird, isn't it? And it kind of... It kind of zooms upwards and it's this circle where this farm's been is just grey mm. and then the rest of it's just like normal colour. Yeah. So it's just sucked the life out of this place. It really basically. has. The colour. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. Then it cuts to it cuts to the dam and wards there and then he's like, Only a few people remember and then he's like, It was just a colour. A colour out of space. The name <laughs> of the film. <laughs> But then he sort of walks away, but then you see this purple bug fly across and then you're like, oh no. It's still out there. And then it just finishes. So basically all that water is contaminated. Yeah, and it's going to be a reservoir for people to drink. Yeah, so it's going to get... it's basically the whole... Is it like the whole of the East Coast or whatever it said? Probably. It was a lot. And that's it. Fiend. Bad. It's not a good, not a very not good, a good ending. ending. I don't like it when everyone dies. I mean, I know Ward survived, but he's very, tra- he's clearly traumatized by his experience. He was definitely traumatized. It's not nice when a whole family dies, is it? And all those people are going to die from the contaminated. Like, I mean, water. I know it's a horror film, but still. Yeah, normally there's a bit of a resolution it, yeah. in there, but uh, apparently there was um, there was some scenes cut in the theatrical release where where Nathan is milking the alpacas. He he throws the milk, I think, because Ezra says he doesn't want it or whatever. Oh, no, not Ezra. Ward, Ward says he doesn't want it. He says, my, civ- my civilization is failing at the last or something like that. Ugh, Ezra, there's a bit where Ezra talks to Benny and Ward about the electric plant and he used to work there. Um, there's a bedtime story that Jack has and, and there's a scene with Benny and the alpacas where he talks to them about black holes. <laughs> But uh, yeah, overall, I think it was pretty good. I quite enjoyed it. I enjoyed the first half more than I enjoyed the last half. Yeah. Because um, when the mum bleak. and Jack got fused, I thought it was a bit. Yeah. It was a bit disgusting and it was a bit sad. Yeah, that made um, me quite uncomfortable. Yeah. Watch. I'd probably give it a four out of five because I think it is good. I'd like to see Nicholas Cage's other thing that he did averagely recently. I think he did that in two thousand and nineteen as well, and it, it's called Mandy. Oh. I think we should have a Nicolas Cage special month or something. (laughs) Because he does, he's just so rewarding to watch. Vampire's Kiss, Mandy, Wicker Man, and and the other. The one we've just done. Yeah, Laura Space. That's four. Yeah. Well then. Great. What what month is Nicolas Cage's birthday? I don't know. We should maybe do it on the month of his Nicholas birthday. Nicholas Cage's birthday. We'll do a Nicholas Cage special. Yeah, that'd be pretty Four good. Four week month of celebration. A month of Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I think Gar probably give it a two because the the mum and oh, mum Jack. Yeah. I didn't like mum Jack. That upset me. Humour a one just for Cage Rage. Well, yeah. Because a lot it, of it wasn't very funny. Nicholas Cage was funny, but the film shouldn't be funny. But no. he made some bits funny just with his manner. Yeah, it wasn't as funny as some things because I think that it was quite a bleak ending mm. overall. And it was not as funny as the stuff. And no- <laughs> I normally find humour. The stuff was hilarious. But yeah, but overall, I think it's a good it's a good watch. Like I heard good reviews when mm. it came out. And it does look great, like it's visually, it's visually well done, stunning. Isn't it? Yeah, magenta is a nice color. Well, it's a bad, but color. also worrying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that. Ooh, what are we yeah. doing next week? Next week, 
We're going to do the buy two. Buy again. <laughs> what? Brahms. Oh. Buy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. How can there be a second edition of him? Oh, well. There's, there's a way. Honestly, there's a will, there's a way. I honestly have no idea. Cause if they you want to make a sequel, you will find a way. They took everything from the first one and said, no, we're just going to ignore it. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's it's very odd. Excellent. But that's what we're doing next week. I've also got, uh, oh yeah, breaking news as well. We've had a film request. Oh, what? By Ian. Right. And it's The Return of Captain Invincible. (laughs) He sent me a trailer for it and it looks absolutely bonkers. Well, um... And I was like, this is enjoyable. So we need to do that as maybe an extra episode. So, so it's a, a special treat. It's definitely on the cards. Well then. Because he's requested it, so... We'll do it. But yeah, I think we'll have a good laugh with that one. <laughs> it's got Christopher Lee in it and he sings... <gasps> oh, oh, Christopher he, Lee. I bet he's got a really good, like, baritone, baritone voice. <laughs> yeah. The songs were written by Richard O'Brien. Oh. So I was like, I'm on board. Well then. I am absolutely on board for this. It's going to be great. So that is on the card. Sounds good. So if you want to request a film, get on to buy me a coffee. Request a film. It doesn't necessarily have to be horror. Could be anything you Could want. Could be anything at all. Could be anything you want at all. Just for, for laughs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I uh, I listened to the... I've got... Well, there's a horror podcast that I listen to called The Horror Virgin. Mm. But they've also got a spin-off podcast that oh. they do as well called Romancing the Podcast. <laughs> where they review terrible romantic comedies oh well there's certainly a lot to choose from and last last week they reviewed rock of ages and it was the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life oh it's so good i thoroughly recommend everyone listen to that because they were like this film is not good (laughs) this is bad and then like one of them's like yes it is bad but i really really enjoy it and then one of them who hates musicals he was like why Mm, have you made me watch this he was like i feel like, this film has made me ill. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't really like musicals. I love a good musical. Because I just think, I just can't believe in them. Because yeah, because that doesn't happen. Yeah. People don't burst into song. No. I just... Any film that's a musical, I just... It's just... Just doesn't inspire yes. me at all. I'm like, just make the film or do a concert. I don't like... Don't do both. I don't like all, but I like some... Some are good. Mm. Yeah. I don't actually dislike the music. I just don't like the mm. film to be interrupted by a song. It just doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't fit. Yeah, it's not for everybody. An opera, though, where it's all song, that's fine. Yeah. If it was all music, that yeah. would be fine. Or if it's just a film, also fine. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's fair. Very firm. I don't usually have very firm opinions about. I've got firm about, opinions I've got really about music. Firm opinions about this. It's just not right. It's like, like you know how some people don't like pineapple on a pizza. Ugh, no. See, I really like pineapple on a pizza. See, but pineapple I don't on like a pizza. Musicals. I am the opposite. Well. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, uh, I do definitely recommend. If you don't listen to any other episode, listen to that one because I was like cry laughing at work, and everyone thought I was insane. Oh, it was funny. So yeah, that's that's us for this week. On that note, watch the boy too for next week. 
Definitely. <laughs> and in the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod, and we're also on the emails at Wonderful and Strange at Hotmail.com. And also buy me a coffee. Yep. If you want to keep us caffeinated. Mm. I don't think I need any caffeine after Requ- watching that film. <laughs> request a request a film. Get the extra content. Yes. That's that. That's us. We're out. Stay safe, everybody. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.
Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.